Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, hey. You're tuned in to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee, where we talk about all things sex, relationships, intimacy, sex, love, and hey, more sex. Because, honey, around here, it ain't your mama's talk. I'm back, and I missed you guys so much. So much has happened. So much has changed. But I'm still fabulous, and so are you. So tonight, what better way to get the summer started than to sit on the front porch and talk about some great sex, you know? So what's been going on? Well, I packed up my whole life, my whole life, and I moved to a whole other city. I'm still in Texas. But I packed up and I moved because I wanted to and I just needed a change. And so I said, fuck it. I'm gone. So I left. So I moved. I dived into, I I, I took this huge head-on dive into writing again. So hopefully everything will be finished soon and hopefully it will be published. You know, yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, I've taught a whole bunch of classes and workshops and seminars, and done quite a few speaking engagements, and, you know, everybody needs to know how to give great head, and I'm going to teach them. Why not? That goes for men and women. So, I have taught several uh, Awakening the Goddess classes, and the Art of Oral Pleasure, and uh, Warrior classes. I mean, it's just been so much orgasmic meditation. So I've been a busy bee, and then I moved, and I'm trying to still get settled. But I love my new place. I, 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 I just, I love it. I'm speechless, y'all, which is hard because you know I'm never speechless. So tonight I am back. <laughs> y'all know me. I'm never speechless. So tonight I have a live audience, and uh, yay! <laughs> I have a live audience, and I have Elvis Presley and George Jones with me, of course. I have my very large virgin adult beverage. It's actually a blackberry margarita, minus the blackberry. Yeah, you know. And um, I have Jennifer, who's been on with me before. She's with me tonight. And, you know, it's it's like that, that uh, uh, Def song. Pour some sugar on me. I'm hot, sticky, sweet. It's fucking hot in Texas. It's like 91,000. Damn it, it is. <laughs> Damn it, it's hot it's already for the beginning of June. For swoobage and other and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, let's let's start the summer out right by talking some real talk about sex and love and intimacy and relationships, whatever those are anymore. And <laughs> right. everybody's kind of in that pseudo relationship, but we're hanging out all the time. We're doing what we're doing, but it's not a relationship. So that, what is that's, it? The, the, that Facebook meme about being a hopeless romantic in a hookup culture is a true hell. Yes, that's absolutely. Me. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So tonight we're we're kind of a hodgepodge of things tonight. I have a lot of fan mail that I it's, I've been answering, but I still have quite a bit to do. So I I took some questions and we're going to answer those tonight and see where we get to it. The phone lines are open if you want to call in and say hello or ask a question. Just don't be a douche hard twatsicle. Yeah, don't yeah. be a, don't yeah. be a douche hard twatsicle. So. To call in and say hello to us or ask a question or say hello to pretty women, you can call in at 657-383-1579. And don't be shy because, I mean, I can see my phone blowing up already with um, messages. So call in say hello. I don't buy it. Well, I do, but 
Anyway, that's a whole other Oprah show. So, Jennifer, how are you? I am fabulous. Living life, living the dream. Hey, there you go. That's all you can do. How's your summer sex life going so far? Oh, there's not any sex life. (laughs) I've just resorted to... Just resorting to toys because at this point, like I said, living, being a hopeless romantic in a hookup culture is my own living hell. And so my expectations are that I can please myself and don't have to have any of the baggage at this very moment. So I'm good with that for now. Single and, and content. That's okay. and, and that's okay. You know, we put so much pressure on ourselves, men, women, that we have to be in a relationship. Why? Why can't we just right. be happy with where we are now and just have fun? I mean, we're of age to where we don't have to answer to nobody but ourselves. We can do whatever the hell we want. We want to have sex, fun. You can go to Tinder and swap whichever direction you want and go home and do whatever you want to do. Knock the boots, bump the uglies, whatever. So, you know, but then again, you know me because I teach Tantra. You know, if you're going to hump, hump with the purpose. Don't just hump to hump. Hump right. with the purpose. You know, because it makes yep. it so much more more fabulous. I mean, you can still have a random orgasm with a random stranger, but when you can connect on that deeper level, you multiply it times a billion. When he's inside of you and you can connect, sweet baby Jesus wrapped in his little bitty blanket, color me pink and slap my ass. That's just good stuff right there, y'all. So Absolutely. Absolutely. So tonight, uh, we have some questions, and uh, I've kind of thrown them around, and some people are blushing already. So, you know, I I have one caller. She's sent me quite a few things, and, and she's not very, you know, she says she's not sexually experienced, and she's in her mid-40s. And it's not that she's sexually inexperienced. She just is, I would say, shy. And so she's now in a relationship, a steady relationship, and so she's exploring her sexuality. She's exploring what she likes and what she doesn't like. And, you know, in speaking of uh, of exploring your sexuality, you know, May was National Masturbation Month. Did y'all get y'all masturbation? Did y'all touch myself? Did y'all yeah. do that? Oh, I have a boy. Oh. <laughs> I'm old school, bitches. I don't. I use that. <laughs> what about you, Jennifer? Did you celebrate now? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Every night and every morning. I got to rub one out before I go to bed and when I wake up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jennifer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, a lot of people are scared to touch themselves. I don't know why, because if you don't know what the hell feels good to you, how the hell is somebody else going to know what feels good to you? I mean. Because that's what was ingrained in in people like me. I was raised, I think I told you before, I was raised Catholic. And it was ingrained in you that you don't touch yourself, it's dirty, and that you don't give head, it's dirty. I mean, I wear glasses. Those are all things that were ingrained at a young age that I ended up having to find out later in life. And, I mean, it wasn't until I was in my probably mid-30s that I actually gave a a blowjob and enjoyed it. Because I was taught my entire life that that's not what you do. Good good girls, decent girls, don't suck dick. Exactly. You know, I was a guest on a show the other night, and they asked me that, you know, how, what do I think about morality and uh, sex culture these days? And I said, first of all, there's no such thing as slut shaming, because, I, and, it's, and, and, and that word, it's like just nails on a chalkboard for me, because, because I enjoy my sex life. Everybody needs to have the sex life that they want, that they need, that they crave, that, that that they desire. So why should I be shamed for that? If I like to tuck dick and have sex with my partner, you know, or if there's people who don't know how to or don't really want, not that they don't know how, well, some do, 
they don't know how to, you know, stay monogamous, but they may not be wired that way for whatever reason. So why do you shame them? You know, if you're responsible and, you know, you, you're you doing your thing, okay, as long as nobody, you're not hurting anybody intentionally, then go do your thing. But I, I told them, the minute you come out of the vagina, the 4th of July, the yoni, the minute you come out of that birth canal as a, you know, newborn, it is automatic, you are automatically shamed for being naked. They automatically slap a pamper on you, diaper on you, wrap you in a blanket, and instead of letting you just absorb all the energy around you. And and as we grow up, you know, little kids are fine. Oh, the little boy, he's finding himself. He's got a little outy. And he starts to touch himself. And the minute his mom sees him or somebody sees him, they slap his hand at one and two years old. Stop touching yourself. So we're ingrained as from from the like I said, the minute you come out of the vagina, to be ashamed of your body and not celebrate it. Yep. And and then we grow up and we're all fucked up adults because we want to have sex with the lights off. All those sex with the lights off is pretty fucking awesome. Um, because you take away that that sense of sight and everything else is heightened. But you have people with um, self-esteem issues and, you know, this or with that, and we're ashamed of our bodies, and you have to look a certain way or you can't show your body off. I show my 38 double Ds off without, without any shame, no shame. You know, I embrace <laughs> my body. I got no shame. What All boob lives matter. All boob lives matter. I'm just saying. So <laughs> I've kind of gone off on a tangent on that. But so, yeah, when, and, and especially when it comes to touching yourself, yeah, you, we're taught, don't touch yourself. You're going to go blind. The only thing I've got going is carpal tunnel. I mean, you know. But <laughs> right. And even, I mean, even more is not just as a whole society of it being, you know, when it's ingrained in you as a religious background, as a religious belief, I think that even has a deeper seed into you, you know, because I always, I joke around about my Catholic guilt, but I do have Catholic guilt. That's what keeps me honest. That's why I don't lie to people because I have Catholic <laughs> guilt. But that, that too kept me from masturbating because it's Catholic guilt. I mean, it's ingrained from the time I, I can remember, you know, being forced to go to church until I decided as an adult that I wanted to go to church, it was ingrained in you that, that you don't do that. You don't touch yourself. And, you know, good moral girls don't, don't do that with boys. They don't have sex with boys. They don't, they don't suck dick and stuff like that. So like I said, you know, it was mid thirties before I actually ever gave a blow job that I enjoyed. And it wasn't just the obligatory, okay, I'll lick this a couple of times so that, you know, that I make you think you're going to like this and that I'm going to do something right. But, you know, now I don't have a problem with that, but I save that for a special occasion. Like if I'm ca- casually seeing somebody, they don't get a blowjob. Sorry, that's a that's a girlfriend duty. You know, I've got I've got two lists: friend with benefit <laughs> list and a girlfriend thing. list. You're not getting a good. You're not getting a girlfriend pussy. You're, that's you're right. Not getting a no. <laughs> that's right. Like friends with benefits. If you're a friend with benefits, you go out with me to see my friends, girlfriends. I go out with you to see your friends. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, blow, yeah, blow jobs are shit. girlfriend dating. You are not getting the good shit until you have to put a ring on it. But let me know we're we're something. You know, you're not yeah. getting. I'm not you getting, you I'm might get one exception. Thing. You may want. You may get one small short exception. It's not going to be a full blown blow job, but it's just to show you what you're missing out on. If you decide to go with Here's friends with benefits baby. instead of that's right. <laughs> here's what you're missing out on. Here's here's what the right. kind of sort of feels like. That's yeah. right. That's so, right. Yeah, and, and and I had a, quite a few people last month that were, you know, messaging me about masturbation and mutual masturbation. Mutual masturbation is is epic. It's awesome because you're exploring each other and you're. Seeing, because you may have spots on you that you don't even know exist that he's touching, and here I go. Do that one more time. He, you know, it's right. like Britney Spears. Hit me, baby, one more time. You know, but I mean, it's it's. Can you hear George in the background? <laughs> but if he hits it in the right <laughs> spot, if let's be honest, 
if you're giving him a blowjob and he's fingering you and he's hitting the right spot, that blowjob stops immediately and your eyes roll to the back of your head and that's it. <laughs> I mean, there's just yes. no moving forward. <laughs> I mean, if I, I mean, and there's the thing is, you know, I want him to explore my body. I want him to touch every part inside out, whatever, find those those places. And even if I know where they are, I'm not going to tell him because I want, that's the whole fun of it. I want you to find right. it. You know, it's just like with him. He, I mean, because there are several spots on me, you know, that there doesn't even have to be penetration in and become orgasmic. And so that's the whole right. beauty. And people automatically think masturbation is rubbing one out down there. But it's the entire body. It's the entire everything that head to toe is in a erogenous zone. And people forget that there's more to the body than just the clitoris, if you can find it. Right. Or the body. Well, I've got or a question for you. So yeah. I had several years ago, I was dating a guy. And he's older. He was older than me. He was like five years older than me. So at this point, he's, what, in his early 50s. I think he was like 48 at the time. I was like 43. And, you know, they say you can teach an old dog new tricks. But he just could, no matter what I would tell him, what I wanted or how I wanted it, he could never figure it out. So it got to a point where I just started bringing the vibrator to bed because I'll be goddamn it. I'm not going to have, I'm going to have an orgasm because you can't figure it out. Doesn't mean that I get to suffer. And he started exactly. getting intimidated by it, though. He did not like the fact that, like, I mean, he did not want me to have the vibrator in bed at all. So do you think that you can teach an old dog new tricks? And Absolutely. Are, they, are older guys pliable? Are they more pliable? Are they pliable? Are they can you pliable? teach them? <laughs> yes. yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. Yes, you can, and it and and sometimes you do have to bring that toy to bed and let them see. Oh, okay. But then again, you know, you have some guys who are just want to dig their feet in, and it's my way or no way, and I'm gonna, you know, I, I I'm 45, 46, 52 years old, and I'm. This is how I've done it my entire life, and this is how it's gonna be, and I, nobody else has ever complained. And you have yep. those, the, you know, they, they get that little macho thing going on. And so, no, that, you have to have that conversation with them that, hey, this may have worked for somebody else, but it's not working for me. This isn't working for me. And, and we need to have a, a coming to Jesus conversation so you can get a quarter for the flu bus and, right. and see what works for me right now. Some guys are open to it, and they um, want to learn, and they want to explore, and they want to learn new tricks, especially, you know, if it's something that they're seeing is driving you crazy if you're using your toy. And I don't know why men are so scared of toys. Toys do not have emotions. Toys do not have that warm feeling. Toys are not going to be, I mean, you know, they, they they think that it is something to be jealous of. She's going to want it more than me. I can't cuddle that right. toy at night. Right. I can't get up and make and that toy a sandwich. I think that's what we got. <laughs> yep. I can't get exactly. up and make that toy a sandwich. You know, I, that toy is not going to give me the feedback that I need to feel like a goddess. You know, I can't suck that toy and make it have an ejaculation all over my face, you know. And have so a toe curl, yep. Exactly. And, you know, guys, and, and if there's any guys out there listening and you want to call in and chime in with that, please do. But, you know, I always say it's a good thing to bring a toy in because it gives him that time to play with you and really get you going. Because a lot of guys tell me it's all about her. I want to please her. I want to see her go crazy. And when I start bringing out the oh, toys. Can can I meet the guys that you're talking to? Because I ain't never met somebody that said that. <laughs> but I am curious, you know, if there's any guys listening that, you know, that want to call in. How does, you know, how would how would they say to approach that subject? You know, how does a guy want a girl to approach that subject is really, 
I guess for me being, you know, I mean, I'll be 46 this year, so I'll be closer to 50 than I am 40, you know, and I'm sure it's going to happen again. I'm sure I'll come across somebody who's insecure, you know, so how, how would a guy say he would be the most receptive to hearing something like that? I guess is my, what I'm curious of. Yeah. Did that make any sense at all? It makes a lot of sense. And I'm finding, you know, because I'll be 45 this year. And and I'm finding that guys in our age group are a little shy. You yeah, know, they, they they'll talk they'll talk a big game via text and Facebook and social media, but then come face to face. See, here's the thing, because what had happened was, see, guys, you want that girl that's extremely sexual and is, you know, has a, a grasp of what she wants and you want that girl that says, that's going to meet your sex drive. And then when you get it, you're like, what the fuck do I do now? Because she actually yep. does like sex and she wants it more than me. Yeah. Yeah, because guys and in their 20s, we're like guys in our 20s now. I, that's yeah. how I feel. <laughs> People my age, I'm like a guy in his 20s. I'm like, I know what the fuck I want. I know how long I want it. I know when I want it. And I just want you to shove it up and give it to me when I want it. I mean, I've called the, exactly. for the one guy that I was seeing. I called him, sent him a text and said I was I was heading over. You know, a couple of years ago, I was like, I'm on my way over. Be at the door with nothing. Um, and don't think he didn't answer that door in just a towel. <laughs> he knew better. But he was also well, 10 years of- younger. A lot of women now are at that point, uh, women our age are at that point where we're like, leave your shoes and your feelings at the door, come and fuck me, and let's, and you can go home. I'm yep. used to sleeping diagonally in my bed, and you can go. And there's nothing wrong with mm-hmm. that. But guys, are, see, it's kind of, the tables have kind of turned where guys were the ones to be the whole, um, they wanted the friends with benefits. Now yeah, they're looking dumb. more for the relationship and the stability and Women are more like, again, leave your shoes and your feelings at the door. Let's do this, and then you go home, or I'll go home, because they just want. Right. We don't have, you know, women don't want to be bothered anymore with games, and it's like everything's a game now, and and that's all I hear get about. So old oh, too. Yeah, I get so many people, men and women, because it's nobody wants to commit anymore, and that's the nope. sad thing. So we'll have to do that on a whole other show because I want to get to these questions and I'm already down to 37 minutes. So um, so this girl, she is trying to find her sexual footing, so to say. And so the guy she's with is wanting her to swallow. Swallow. Hmm. And she doesn't, she doesn't really feel comfortable even giving a blowjob as it is. But she doesn't know if she should swallow or not swallow, and why no, should she swallow? No, no. <laughs> here's the thing. I would say no. Here's my here's my thing. I would say no if you're uncomfortable giving a blowjob. I've been in this situation. If you're uncomfortable giving a blowjob, the last thing you want is for that shit to hit the back of your throat or to hit your tongue or to hit your teeth or to hit anything in your mouth. But as soon exactly. as it does, the first time... Spit it out onto his stomach. He will never ask you to swallow again. Swear to God. (laughs) Here's the thing. First of all, if you're not comfortable giving a blowjob, then don't. Don't do anything you're not comfortable with. Don't. I mean, yes, we want to please the partner. However, but you have to. You have to be. You have to be uncomfortable. You're going to be uncomfortable at some point. If you're uncomfortable with it, you're. I went through this. I was uncomfortable for a certain amount of time, and at some point it becomes you become okay with it. But there's going to be a point where you have to be uncomfortable if you're going to get through it because practicing on a banana doesn't work. You have to practice well, on somebody. So exactly. the better thing to do is to practice on somebody in a relationship. Thing, but Well, yeah, it's, it's one thing to be is that you want to do it and you're unsure of how to do it, but you still want to do it. It's another thing where I'm going with this part and then I'll go to that other part is if you're uncomfortable doing anything, then don't do it because then you're going to start to regret and resent that person. I mean, I get 
email all the time. He wants me to take it off the butt. And I always no. tell them, is that something you want <laughs> to do? Well, no. Do you want to try it? Well, no. Then say no. Yep. Because I'm the first one to say, if you put it in my butt, I'm going to put it in your butt. <laughs> yep. Exactly. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. <laughs> of course, I'm joking, but, but not really. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. No. <laughs> but if, but here's, here's the flip of that is if you want to do it, but you're uncomfortable because you don't know how to do it, then take your time. Take your time. Right. And, and that's what I meant. Yeah. Take your time and explore it. But if you're not comfortable, if you if you don't mind doing the actual, you know, blowjob, but you don't know if you should spit or swallow, it's okay if you don't want to swallow. I know a lot of men are probably just like, oh, hell no, she didn't go there. You're telling her not to swallow. Um, yeah, I'm telling her not to swallow if she doesn't want to. I mean, you can mask yep. it. You can pour some chocolate sauce on his cock and go to town with it there and mask it. Um, there are some women who actually prefer it to be on their face or on their chest. They it's not they don't want it they don't want to swallow, but they want you to do that on their face or other body parts, and that's okay. It's okay. I mean, it's a preference. It's just like guys have certain preferences about certain things. Well, so do women, right. and it's okay. But you are going to come to that point at at some point where he doesn't tell you or she doesn't realize or he can't control it, and it's going to end up in your mouth. Yeah, but you can usually tell as you become more experienced when he's about to. They get a little bit harder. You taste that pre-cum, and and you can tell when it's about to happen, and you can kind of prepare yourself. But if she doesn't know that, you know, if she doesn't know that, she's not, then... As she becomes more experienced, and... Then spit it out on his stomach, and he'll never ask you to do it again. <laughs> or go up, yeah. <laughs> I had Swear one. To God. I had one client tell me that she was like, "Yeah, I went up and kissed him and put it back in his mouth." I'm like, "Okay, <gasps> all right." That's funny. And I said, "That's so something I would do." What What happened next? She goes, "He actually liked it." <gasps> Shut up. Yeah, he actually liked it, and I said. Well, there you go. And now there's something new for you to explore and do with next time. That could be your thing. You know? I know there's probably a whole bunch of other guys that are probably like, (laughs) Hell no. (laughs) Those guys are thinking, I'd have killed that bitch. (laughs) I'd have killed that bitch. (laughs) There are some guys who can't even handle, I mean, out out of their own penis. And yet they can't stand for it to be anywhere on. I'm like, they came from you. That was you. Or the minute they release inside of you, they're like jumping in the shower. I'm like, that's me. You had your penis in my vagina. Your sparkler was in my 4th of July. (laughs) Well, that's why I said spit it on his stomach because I had an ex that, that would freak out. Like, that was the first thing I did. It was, I'd, like, spit it back onto his stomach, and he jumped up out of the bed quicker than shit and ran to the bed, the bathroom to wash it off. I'm like, that shit was – so it's okay to be in my mouth, but you don't want you don't want it on your stomach, and it came out of you? What? Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. That was from experience. You know, so we, we actually have a caller. Let's see. Let's take this. Air code 850, you are – on the front porch with Monica Lee. Here we talk to. Hey, if my wife to me, I would be gagging. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'll be the man who steps up to the plate and calls in on this one. <laughs> Man. I mean, I, these guys I like, across uh, the country I, going, I'd have killed her. <laughs> yeah, I, I like a lot of things. I'll take the chocolate all over and everything else like that. But no, I draw the line at that one. You 
know, everybody likes to experiment sometimes, and you never, you don't, and, and it's like you know, you don't know until you try it, and you, you just never know. So anyway, I'm pretty sure most guys are like, no, I know. No, I know, and I don't want that. <laughs> I don't have to try it to know that I don't like that. Because <laughs> the guys are like, I know, if I liked that, I would be playing for a whole different team. <laughs> That's right. Well, some guys actually like that, you know. Some guys or you know, and, and again, it's a preference. It's a thing that they prefer and you know it's just like anal. Some guys like to have a finger or two you know in that spot because it helps them have a more intense orgasm. Well I don't have that problem. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you. I, I, I mean, I don't have a problem in the car. I don't have a problem in the house. I don't have a problem nowhere. So I don't need the, no fingers. So. <laughs> so let me, so let, let, let me ask you. What, uh, I, I hate to keep calling you Eric Code 850. Let me ask you, Eric Code 850. If your wife said, honey, I, I want to try putting a finger in you tonight, would you let her? Oh, hell no. <laughs> The only thing that's going by my ass is toilet paper. <laughs> nice. Nice. X only. No. So what if you, know, what if, I mean, and how long have you been married? 27 years. Okay, so you've got it down. You've got it down. You're good then. So is there something that you've always wanted to do with her? But she says no. We've experimented with a lot of stuff, you know. <laughs> but it's fun, you know. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, you just kind of go with the flow, you know. I mean, but it, we've always been, you know, just us two, you know, nothing like that, you know. But we've we've had a really good marriage, and you know, so we don't need every, you know, what I mean. It's 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 been all good, so. But uh, you know, we've experimented with each other with just about. <laughs> You know, from whipped cream to chocolate. You know what I mean? Just about yeah, everything. Yeah, like absolutely. You know, driving, I mean, driving movies to, I mean, you name it, motels to whatever, you know. And it, it, But it's good. It's healthy in a relationship, you know, that. Well, yes, I don't you know should if you, be able you, to explore and be open with each other. Was there anything that she oh. ever said absolutely hell to the nose Oh, yeah, the whole anal thing. She's like, oh, hell no. She said the same. She said, if I can do it to you, you can do it to me. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And then you were okay with it? Well, no, I still want it, you know, but I'm like, okay, you know, I I get you on that one. (laughs) You know. Oh, I hear you. Well, thank you so much for calling in and giving your input. You can stay on the line if you want. Uh, I have another call that I'm going to take. So let's right. take this one. Erica714, you are on the front porch with Monica Lee. Who are we talking to? Hey, Monica, it's Christine. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I had to track down my friend and call her radio show. <laughs> Hi, darling. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm loving the conversation tonight. I'm loving it. Is my other buddy online too? Is he listening? You know, he's outside right now. He's out there doing manly stuff and uh, changing the oil in the car. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm so but, but glad you have... called. I didn't recognize well, your number because it didn't have your name by it. <laughs> but I love the conversation. I think it's a very typical. I've got Monica oh, on good. Hold, babe. So, uh, well, I'm glad you called in. And yes, I mean, uh, I'm you know answering questions and kind of getting off on tangents, but it's good to be back. <laughs> yeah, no, and I'm loving the conversation. Here's my better half right here, and I think he would like to chime in on a married a married male point of view. Awesome. <laughs> uh oh, there's my buddy, my right buddy. <laughs> 
no, I just thought it was a great conversation. And whoever you're talking with, the, the female, I'm sorry if I didn't catch the name, but somebody, but she had great perspective as well. Was that a call? Thank you. Yeah, Jennifer. Jennifer's been on the show a few times before. Okay. So, yeah, we're just kind of all over the place. And, um, yeah, so, and, and I'm, so glad, I'm so glad that Eric Code 850 called in and, and gave his 27 years of experience answer. Thank you so much. Uh, I hope you call back again and you, you keep tuning in. Um, so what say you, Nick? Hey, Nick. <laughs> they were talking about what's <laughs> that? I put them on the spot. Well, we've been married 26 years. We just celebrated 26 years. Yeah. So that's awesome. They were talking about congrats in the things in the bedroom. That's awesome. Yeah. If you if it came in my mouth and I kissed you, what do you think about that? I wouldn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. There's, and a there's your sign. You. <laughs> But do you get mad? But it stemmed from do you swallow or don't swallow? And if you don't swallow, what do you do with it? Do you waste it? Do you spit it out? Do you put it in tissue? Do you save it later? Do you save it? Do you spit it out? I didn't hear him. What did he say? You got to spit it out. Yeah, so the consensus is don't spit it in his mouth. Well, yeah, but some some guys actually take offense to, well, why wouldn't you swallow it? Um, no, I'm not. And then that's when women start to feel uncomfortable and start to feel pressured about it. And so then you've taken what is something so beautiful as honoring that penis, that lingam, that fourth, the, the the sparkler, the love wand, and and now you probably won't ever get a blowjob again because you've now told her uh, you have to swallow, and because of that she won't. She won't even get near right. it. Won't even put her. Lips. She won't even blow on it. That's why you have to respect your your partner. Absolutely. Again. Absolutely, absolutely. Respect than what you don't do. Respect is key. Respect and communication. And you know, y'all know me. I'm big on the communication. Talk about this before you get in the bedroom. So when you get in the bedroom, that's where the magic's gonna happen, and you don't miss a beat. You can just roll with it instead of, um, my mouth is already on your cock. What do I do now? And so you have to stop, and you've just cock blocked yourself. So talk about this outside of the bedroom and. Don't contaminate the energy in the bedroom or wherever it is you're going to be doing this. And and just roll with it and have fun. And, you know, a lot of guys think that it's actually really hot to jizz all over the face or the chest or wherever. And it's dripping down your chin like a glazed donut. I'm just saying. <laughs> Not from experience, just from what people heard. What just what people told her, right? It's just from, it's just from what I've heard. <laughs> yeah, not experience. Never had that happen ever. Never. Somebody told me it looked like glazed donuts. <laughs> I don't even know where that reference came from. <laughs> a little lost in your in your moment there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me come back to earth now. <laughs> But, you know, we've been married a long time, and we've been out of the dating scenes for a long time. But it does come down to just mutual respect. I'm got to be glad you're out of the dating scene. Absolutely. You're not missing anything. Yeah. Dating, dating at our age sucks. 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 Well, I hope you don't mind the mode concert alone. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when you have to go, not that y'all would know anything about that because y'all go together, but, you know. Um, So, yeah. So then from that question, I have another question about um, a girl who says, okay, I don't know if something's wrong with me or not. She says, the current guy I'm with, every time... He comes in my mouth or on my face or anywhere on me, I break out. Okay. 
you're allergic to his sperm. You're allergic to his, not so much sperm, yep. but semen. You have an allergy to it. It's uncommon, but not as uncommon as you think. And so, yeah, there's a lot of people who swear that you can't have an allergy to it. Yes, you can. You can, absolutely. So if you're finding that you have, because she was thinking that he gave her the cooties or something, and in actuality, Mm. you know, wherever it drips, she would immediately turn red and it would burn. I said, okay, if he was going to give you something, it wouldn't immediately just yeah, it's not going to be instantaneous. Yeah, that's that's something that happens instantly. And, you know, if you were going to have something, it's going to take a hot minute for it to, you know, become symptomatic on you. But the, the fact that you're having that kind of reaction right then and there is telling you that, yes, you have a sensitivity to the semen. And then you have women that are out there that are paying like $300 for a little vial of semen to have these facials. There's really not any proof that that works. There's guys out there willing to give it away. Well, yeah, but, you know, is this a good shit? I mean, has it been tested? I mean, does it have any cooties in it? And I shouldn't say cooties because I don't want somebody to get upset. Because Does it have any STIs in it? You know, you need to check to see if, I mean, are you trusting the source, in other words? Um, because, you know, semen is made up of magnesium and protein and zinc and spermine. And it's, the, and it's great with antioxidants. However, in order for it to really be great for the body, you have to gulp down gallons of that stuff. I'm not oh, willing to do that. Oh, no. I'm not willing to do that either. Yeah. I mean, I'm not talking gallons. really make a difference. <laughs> Maybe a couple teaspoons. <laughs> you really a couple teaspoons, to, but we ain't talking about gallons, sorry. You really need to chug a lug, baby, chug a lug. And, and, and there's really no, oh, and fructose. So there's really no nutritional value to it. But the fact that depending on where a woman is in her life, if she's menopausal, she may be more prone to getting acne from having a facial with that, whether it's at a spa, paying $300 a pop for, or in your bedroom, hey, you know, um, it's bedtime, and I just washed my face, I'm watching the Golden Girls, can you just go ahead and let's do my facial? You know, so, yes. You, I would say that you have a sensitivity to it. You can go to a dermatologist and be treated and see, I mean, if you have lingering, because um, she said it actually gets, you know, abscessed and really fiery and open wounds and stuff. So I would definitely, you may need uh, to go get on some antibiotics and probably a steroid. I'm not diagnosing you, but I'm telling you, you probably should seek medical help. So, okay. So, um, next question is, what's the best way to have an orgasm? I am 30 and... Your dog's killing me back there. I know. That's George Jones. He wants to sing and dance and be on on the show. That's what he is. Um, So, she's 30 and she's not had an orgasm yet. So the best way, I mean, you know, here's the thing, ladies. 79% of women cannot reach full orgasm or reach an orgasm, period, with just penetration alone. 79%. That's a lot. That's a big number. And and it's, it's not because you're not, you know, the guys aren't, Doing it right, I'm sure you're doing a lovely job. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you are doing a fabulous job, guys. However, sometimes women just have a hard time with just penetration alone. You gotta get us going, man. You gotta do the foreplay. And women, if you're having a hard time reaching orgasm 
by laying on your back and him on top, you know, the standard missionary. Climb on top. Climb him like a tree, sister. Climb him like a tree and and and, and grab on and, and climb up there and take control. Because here's what's going to happen. You climb him. You mount him. You are now in control of how deep you are. Uh, you can move forward. So now you are getting literal stimulation by, you know, rubbing against his pubic bone. If you lean forward just a little bit, you can find the G-spot a lot easier because you are now in control of that, which they, a lot of people were talking about today on a show that I was uh, watching about the, the G-spot does not exist. I'm going to come back to that one because I have some things to say. So now you, you've got your, your clitoris being stimulated. And so then you have, you're able to get, Stephen George agrees with me, um, <laughs> you have penetration and you're able to to help hit the head of his cock find the G-spot. So now you've got a clitoral orgasm that could be happening, that G-spot orgasm that's going to be happening. And if he reaches behind you and does some anal play, I'm not saying he needs to, but if you like that and you're into that, now you've got a third orgasm that's about to happen, you know, from the anal area. And if you lean forward just enough or he's propped up on pillows, now your chest is in his face. And guess what? He can have full reign of the nipples, and you can now have a nipplegasm. So, clitoral, G-spot, anal, and nipplegasm. Four, all in one, by you just climbing on top. And you were, eyes are probably rolling in the back of your head, and you're probably feeling like you're possessed or something, and it's okay. Let him exercise those demons, sister. So... That's always my suggestion to to women who can't reach an orgasm. And sometimes you're having little bitty orgasms. But most of all, don't forget to, to breathe because people hold their breath when they're about to have an orgasm. And you're squeezing off that orgasmic energy. Have you ever experienced that, Jennifer? Where you, you yes, actually, I hold my breath, breath because it, 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 it makes me get there easier. Well, when you hold your breath, you choke it off. <clears throat> so I actually, it actually helps me get there. Really? I don't know why. I tell yep. people, I've had women that are like, and guys too, they're like, oh, it's like all of a sudden it just stops and I get soft. I'm like, were you holding your breath? Well, yeah. Why? Yeah, see, if I don't that's... hold my breath, then I, I don't get there. I'm weird. Wow, that's I know. <laughs> So, uh, you know, guys and girls, don't forget to breathe. Fire that orgasm. Fire it up with some oxygen. It's, it's good for you. Um, <laughs> so with that being said, climbing on top, next question is how big is too big? And is there, what do you do with the rest of it? Um, how big is too big? Well, that's not a blanket answer. But because everybody is different. And what one person considers too big, somebody else might be like, that's just right. So for someone who is, for the person that's asking this, if you are encountering something that you might feel a bit intimidated by, um, you know, there's, positioning is is going to be key for you. Um, you can climb on top again um, because you're in control. When you're on top, you are in control of how deep it goes, how much you can take, and as far as what do you do with the rest, well, I tell I have helped couples and have told them, okay, if she's climbing on top and she can only go down so much, then he can reach down there and put his hand on it, or she can reach down there, you know, just as well. Actually, I like it when, when I'm teaching the girl to do it. And, you know, she can 
give you a hand job while you're partly inside of her. Guys, when I say that, guys, their eyes are like, holy shit. Because they've never been able to experience the whole enchilada, so to say. <laughs> or the whole taco. Mm. Because maybe they've had an issue because they were too big. and A woman wasn't able to take it off. So work with positions. Uh, use a lot of lube. A lot of lube. If you have issues um, with dryness or getting stimulated and moist down there, um, uh, by all means, use a lot of lube. Because you don't want to have little vaginal tears because then it's going to hurt and it's going to burn when you pee and you can do damage to everything that's down there because, you know, you got three holes down there. Yes. For guys that didn't know, you've got three holes. The urethra, the vagina, and the anus. It's not one hole, but three. So, um... And again, now with that being said, see, I had all these questions just lined up. How do you stay fit <laughs> when you're going at it and you're going at it and you're going at it and you're drying out? Well, make sure that you're not in front of a fan because, yeah, when, you know, you're going at it and going at it and going at it, you can get, you can dry out. And it's, it starts to hurt and the skin starts to tear and it becomes really painful and then you start tearing at the urethra because you're pulling the skin so now you're tearing at the urethra and that's never good because then later on you're gonna it's gonna burn when you pee and then you're gonna think you have some kind of UTI or disease sexually transmitted disease or something and um, so it's okay guys please don't take offense if she is drying out because sometimes it's age, our age. And sometimes you're just going at it in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out, and, and it's routine. And it's just, um, without saying boring, it's just dried out. And it's okay. She may have started out just dripping wet, but because of the friction, it is now dried out. It's okay, guys. Take some coconut oil, as long as she's not allergic to it, and put it down there. I don't like baby oil because sometimes baby oil just is, it's just harsh. Coconut oil is good. Astral Glide is awesome. Yes. And, you know, whatever lube that you like. <laughs> now, be careful because some lubes actually contain some really harsh chemicals and make it worse. So use what's good for you. I always say coconut oil because it's organic, it's raw, it's good, it tastes good. So if you want to go, to, and that's why I say avoid the baby oil, because if you're right. going to go that shit does not taste good. Yeah. So if you're going to go, no, down, you don't want that in your mouth. You, know, <laughs> you can actually ingest coconut oil safely, so you're not. Astro Glide is water soluble too. But it doesn't yes. taste as good as, as coconut oil. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I always say use something that if there's going to be some oil play there or something um, that you, you know, you, you do your research on whatever. But don't take offense. There's some guys who get really offended. They're like, well, what, I didn't turn you on anymore? What the fuck, man? What an actual fuck. You were just pounding me so much that it dried out. And plus, the, air, the ceiling fan is on. You know, right. Well, I wish I understood that. <laughs> it's, don't take offense, guys, because it's not, it's not that you didn't, she stopped being aroused. It's just that she just dried up for a hot minute. Throw some more down there and keep going. Turn her over, slap her ass, grab some hair, tell her that ass right. is mine, and put some coconut oil down there. <laughs> I'm just saying. So it's really all, that's really all it takes, man. It's not that hard. I'm just saying, you got to do what you got to do. You were in my bedroom the <laughs> So, yeah. You know, this has been great. I have a lot more questions to go with, but we're getting close to time ending. I've, 
you know, the main thing is is have fun. Don't put any boundaries. See, even George says have fun. Don't put any boundaries or limits on your sex life. Everybody should be having the sex life that they want. You just got to make sure you're with someone who um, can relate, who enjoys it. Explore with each other. Don't be ashamed to say, this is what I want. And if you're in a 27-year marriage, I mean, you've heard. We've had 27 years marriage, married and 26 years. And, and, and that's because I'm pretty sure they have open communication. They have... Um, they're willing to explore and journey together and compromise because let me tell you, just because I don't like everything you like or you don't like everything I like doesn't mean you need to call it quits. And we live in a society now where if you don't like what I like, you ain't going to give me a blowjob. Well, fuck you. I'm going someplace else. I can go find somebody else on Tinder to do it. If that's your mentality, you're going to be single your entire life. Right. You've got to be able to say, okay, I really dig this chick. I really dig this guy. You know, and and especially when it comes to making love, sometimes you do have to say, I'm not into that. I'm not going to compromise myself. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Okay, I'll try it once, but okay, I tried it. I still don't like it. Okay. You tried it. You didn't like it, and it's okay. We don't always agree on things. But don't shoot the other person down because that's what they like. And don't shoot the other person down because they didn't like it. Communication is going to be, and maybe they don't, they're not into it now. Maybe it's just not now. It's not good for them. Maybe later it will be. But keep open communication at all times. And and have fun and go explore. I always said my, my ultimate, my ultimate date, partner. Well, of course, everybody knows that my love for Depeche Mode and uh, going to a Depeche Mode concert and just losing myself and and with my partner and, you know, maybe doing a little dance, making a little love while we're there. And the funny thing is, is I was there last weekend to see my beloved Depeche Mode and I was alone. <laughs> but hey, Maybe next time. time. But, um, you know, it's okay. People need to just understand that it's okay to be open about your sexuality, what you like, and have fun. And for us single people, don't settle. If you're, you know, how do I put this? If you're wanting to not be in a relationship, it's okay. It's absolutely okay to not be in a relationship. Don't put so much pressure on yourself to be in a relationship. Have fun because it's it's at that time when you're not looking and you're having a blast that maybe somebody will come into your life and you're going to have that mind-blowing, toe-curling, orgasmic sex that just, oof you can't get enough of and you want it all the time and you want to because you know it's always everybody's a freak you just got to find the right freak to bring it out so I have had an amazing time with you Jennifer as always thank you so much for being on we'll have to do it again thank you for having me I appreciate it I always love the topics I always got something to say that called in and all the people messaging me, I will definitely answer you back. You people make me laugh. I want to call in, but I'm scared somebody's going to recognize my voice. I highly doubt it, but okay. Uh (laughs) Thank you so much, everybody. Front Porch Sex Talk will be back every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And um, I'll be hitting the road a few times this summer. I have some speaking engagements to do in different places. So if you want me on your front porch, send me a picture of your front porch and why you want me there. You can email me at Monica Lee at frontporchsextalk.com. You can find me on Facebook on my fan page, Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee. You can follow me on Twitter 
uh, Bella Lee 73 and on Instagram. Thank you again. I've had a blast. And remember, thank you. Fabulous. Enjoy it and uh, take your pleasure seriously. Until next time, I love you with all my heart. Bye. Bye.